What is up, everyone? We are back in studio. Just Caleb and I tonight right, for the sports talk. I think everyone kind of bailed because there's not really shit going on in the sports world. Um, we'll probably do 10 minutes of all the other sports and about a half hour of golf, I think, is how it's going to end up working out. Oh, so the, we'll jump right into NFL. Nope, there's not been a whole hell of a lot of moves lately in NFL. Um, Diggs just re-signed with Bills. It was an extension. I think, if I remember right, it's like a five-year for $104 million. Um, He deserves whatever he gets. Yeah, he's good. So he got. But, I mean, that's – knew, everybody knew it was going to happen, but that's just huge for the Bills. I oh. mean, they're without him, they're not – I mean, oh, I, I don't think we talked about this because I think it happened just after we end. Bruce Aaron stepping down as coach. Yeah, we did not talk about that. That was that's kind of shocking. Which, you know, my initial thought was like, did Tom Brady know about this? And by the sounds of it, did. by the sounds of it, though, they didn't get along the greatest. Really? Yes. So maybe that was his thought of coming back because he they said that he did know a couple weeks. Or a week before he fully announced that he was coming back, that he planned. Maybe, out. maybe they had talked to him about like, and this is all speculation, but like, hey, I'm gonna be stepping down. Bruce, Bruce calls him. Can you come in, be the quarterback, be the leader to help the new head coach take over and transition? Uh, yeah, maybe. And I mean, Bruce is still a huge role. Whatever he went to. Yeah, he went up in the upper offices yeah. or whatever. So he's playing a big role still. But it was just, it was just kind of weird timing after. Tom Brady announces, and then he announces that, and it was kind of out of nowhere. But um, let's him, see, Gronk. I heard he's not ready to commit to another full season, so he still might retire. He might not. He hasn't decided really yet. Um, about all the April Fool stuff, that was kind of funny. What ones? Um, the biggest one I saw was Julian Edelman. He, I see. It. He I posted. See. He posted on oh, his Instagram that he was getting traded. No, Julian Edelman. From Patriots, like he was retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's, he hasn't been played for the last few. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? A little white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Guy. I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking, he You're was still thinking, playing. No, he hasn't played for. But a few he's years. coming out of retirement to go play with play with Tom again, and everybody was like freaking out. And then in the little corner, it was like really tiny. It said April Fools, and then um, there was a couple others that remember Colton in the chat. He yeah. said one that was funny. He thought it was he thought it was real, <laughs> but oh, let's see. Yeah, that's what I was like when I seen Bruce Aarons. I'm like, is this an early April Fools or what's going on? It's kind of just out of nowhere. Yeah, definitely did not see it coming. Uh, say the draft season, we're still looking at Aiden Hutchinson being number one overall pick. Um, was it Devontae no, Parker? Who? What? I think it's Devontae Parker. Something Parker from Dolphins, wide receiver, really good wide receiver, just went to the Patriots. So that makes the Dolphins not as strong, but they're still going to be freaking good. I mean that's good for the Patriots and Mac Jones. Yeah. Um. What what else was I thinking? Um. Was that an April Fool's that the big like draft trade between Eagles and someone for all the draft slots? I don't think that was. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure Eagles traded someone for like they're gonna get picks down the road and they got a few more picks basically they were given than the other team, and but. Some team traded up to get a bunch of picks, I want to say. I can't remember who it was now. I've seen Slacking. I've seen a few new mock drafts that are having Lions taking quarterback. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I, don't know I what just don't like the quarterbacks. 
in this draft. There's only like two or three that I like. And I don't know. I don't think taking one at two is the move. <laughs> it was a trade with the Saints, I believe. Let's see. Let me see if I can pull it up and tell you. Also, people have Carolina trading up a spot to get um, Pickett or Willis. So, Eagles are going to get the number 18 pick, the 111 or 101st pick, the 237th pick, and the first round pick in 2023-2024, or second round in 2024. Saints are getting a 16th pick, a 19th pick, and then a 194th pick all of this year's draft, I believe. Yep. So basically, Saints have traded up to try to get a couple more mm-hmm. first rounders. Weird. There's, I don't know what their game plans are because, like, there's again not a ton of quarterbacks coming out, and that's kind of one position I kind of think they need. Saints do. I don't know. And then same with Eagles. I mean, I like Jalen Hurts, but it'll be interesting to see how he does in next year. I think he's a great quarterback. He's. My worry is he's kind of like Lamar. I saw stats the other day that those two. He needs to get a better passing. He needs to get better at that. Yeah. But he did He did have quite a few rushing touchdowns and stuff. Because, yeah, that's what someone was saying. And then rushing quarterbacks, you know, you only have about five years. So if you can't transition and start throwing a little bit more, it's going to get hard to mm-hmm. be in this league. Um. Well, I think that's all I got for well, yeah, football. I don't think I can think of anything else. Kind of. Kind of a, I mean, we'll be probably talking big in draft, which is not a few few weeks away. A couple weeks, yeah. It's in April, isn't it? Is it April or 1st of May? It's like end of April. Might be. But, yeah, there's really nothing going on, so. All right, we'll switch over to the normally thing that you don't talk about, but. So, only NBA. Thing, only thing I got from the NBA is the Lakers are officially eliminated. Yeah, I, I was going to pull up uh, – Rankings to see if there's how many teams are eliminated now. Um, which is they're getting done because I think it's April 16th when they start their playing games, so there's not many games left. There's like, oh, I want to say four or five. I mean, there's nothing that really has changed, in my opinion, than what we talked about last week. So, know. okay, the, for stat wise, everyone is pretty well set. The only two teams that are not set for whether they're gonna be a play in spot or if they're going to make it straight in, is Minnesota uh, Timberwolves versus Denver Nuggets. So right now Minnesota is sitting where they're going to have the, to be in the play-in games. Um, otherwise, whole Eastern Conference is set. You know, Washington Wizards, Knicks, Pacers, Pistons, Magic is all out. And then Lakers is officially out. Kings, Blazers, Thunder, Rockets are all officially out. So... I can't believe Nets are all the way down to a play-in game. Holy shit, I did not realize they had fallen that far. I think they'll be fine still. Nah. I mean, nothing... I mean, for winner, like, who we think is going to win it all, I don't think anything is really changing from what we talked about last week. I mean, a lot of us like... I mean, I like the Nets still, not maybe to win it, but good chance to. The Suns, obviously, are in there. Suns... Warriors, Grizzlies are kind of my three favorite. Those are top three in the Western. 
I mean, I guess Heat, Bucks, or 76ers I could see coming out of the mm-hmm. – and Boston Celtics are even in second. I, I don't see them. I'm, like, I guess – I don't know. I haven't watched them enough to really know for sure, but I don't see them having a major bounce back by any means. And so, like, yeah, I just don't see it. I see Bucks is, like, a way stronger team than them. Yeah, but, I mean – I still like Cade as rookie of the year. You mean the last month he's been averaging insane numbers? Yeah, uh, I don't think because of the team that you know they make it a how the team performs overall. Kind of they kind of factor that in, and but straight up talent wise and player wise, I would almost throw yeah say that. I don't really see. Um, let's see NBA. Yeah, it's still kind of the main two, Embiid or was it Jokey or Niklo or Nikla? I don't even. I don't know how to say it. Jokic. That's how you say it. I don't know how to say it. So those two are kind of battling. Jokic, I think, has kind of got it for MVP. Yeah, nothing really crazy. Playoffs will be fun. But yeah, playoffs will be fun when we get started in that, and that's kind of what I think everyone's waiting for at this point. Right, so. Um, jumping over to hockey, yeah. kind of the same story. Yeah, I mean, I, I I literally only pay attention to my team, Predators. Yeah, so I don't know too much. I mean, but like nothing's really changed from last week again. I don't think Predators are playing. They had a few few days off and they played well against um I think the Wilds last night. Yep, I was trying to see. They should be in because they start in. Yeah, Predators are the number one spot in wild card right now. Um, they only play like three more games, right? Seven more games, three, five. No, they have quite a few. I thought. I thought they have like ten. Maybe I don't know. I thought they said there's only like seven games left on the broadcast. Maybe there is. Um, let's see, regular season. Maybe I was reading wrong because I didn't think playoffs started till like first of May. Yeah, no, they still have the whole month. They got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen games left. Okay. So hockey goes pretty much through the rest of the month. I think it's like May second or something is when that actual playoffs start. Um, let's see. All right, uh, May. Actually, but May May ninth. I think they get a week off to like rest up and get ready for playoffs. It's always crazy how long hockey goes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like baseball. Yeah. Because they start in October. Basically when baseball is ending. And they, you know, finals don't happen until June. But nothing really going on still. Top few teams that are really solid. Yeah, I, I was trying to see... Uh, yeah, not a ton of moves either. Detroit got a win. Yeah, the Bruins. Yeah, that was shocking. Couldn't believe that. They are so hot and cold. It's not even funny. Mostly cold, but yeah. But let's see. I think they're still setting up quite a ways. Yeah, they're points. They're at sixty three. They're like ten points back. So like five games. Actually, they're more than that. 
because Washington Capitals are the one first ones in there at 84 points. So, yeah, they're like 10 games back. They'd have to basically win out, and everyone in front of them would have to lose. Not going to happen. No. But they are up right now against the um, Winnipeg. one nothing at the end of the first. All right. Jump over to the sport that is going to be taken off um, th- tomorrow. Hopefully we'll see some home runs. Um, it'll be great to see baseball back. I think we're going to get into it this year. We already got the fantasy thing set. Yeah, did anybody draft? Garrett did. I was going to say Austin gonna... and Shay were sitting together at Chaps, and they were jumping in and out. Okay, because I was going to text in the group chat because I was like, I told I was going to auto draft anyway. Yeah, but I was like, totally forgot. I I did too. Oh, and I think I got it like an alert that was like, oh, you're going live. And so I jumped in and then I like did one thing that I was working on a project. So I set my phone down and like walked away. It's like fuck. Yeah, I look, looks like I got a solid team. <laughs> yeah, I got to figure out. I don't know if there's a way to like preset or like pre-adjust so that way it auto picks the best team for when I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to probably go in and update it. Yeah, because like right now it looks like I have one outfielder out. I was gonna look at my team. I'm gonna look at mine too because I didn't look too deeply into it. But I was literally gonna text in the chat and say, "Did anybody draft?" Because I totally forgot about it. Why did that's weird. I don't know why it's switched to. Um, yeah, right now I need an outfielder. There. What's going on with him? Because Acuna, Ronald Acuna Jr. says illness. IL-10, I'm assuming that's illness. Is Otani starting tomorrow? I would assume he is. Um, can I add players? Yeah, we'll have to look at this afterwards and look at it and figure it all out. Yeah, I don't know how any of this works. So, we'll have to look at scores and schedules. So, we got Brewers versus the Cubs. Guardians versus the Royals. Pirates versus the Cardinals. Mets versus the Nationals. Reds versus Braves. Astros, Angels. Padres, Diamondback. Red Sox, Yankees. Mariners, Twins. And then Detroit plays. I should have bought tickets. We should have went down. They play tomorrow? Yeah, they play tomorrow. At 110. Yeah, I wish. Tickets are as low as $51. Brewers Cubs game right now for tomorrow, which is not opening day. It's the second day. is as low as 5 bucks in Chicago, Illinois. At Wrigley Field. Where's Jacob's going? Jacob, you might as well go to day two. You got tickets for day one. You might as well. It's still as low as $12 for Wrigley Field the first day. Holy shit. That's cheap. Nose bleeding, though. Well, yeah, but going to an MLB game for $12? I just said. Tigers are 51 It's funny. We have one viewer right now, and I don't know if that's you. 
but no comments yet. And it's been good. There's not not been a single lag this whole time. Now I probably just jinxed us, but no, I've been watching. It's been pretty good. And mine tells me there's three. Three lags? No, three people. Oh. Mine only says one at the moment. Comment if you're in here. Let us know what you're up to. Uh, all right. We'll so baseball, excited. Kicking off tomorrow. That's really all I got to say for that. Um, Tigers did get Meadows, who's an outfielder. Um, I'm really hoping. I don't know if they've announced if Green and Torricosin is staying up. I think Torricosin is, but they're talking about moving Green back. But um, the one guy who currently plays center field, I think he might be injured. I think he might have strained something. So they might leave Green up to play. Green did good. I mean, he had as like first or second at bat cranked a home run. So it's pretty good. Hopefully, hopefully there's some promise from the Tigers. Go sit behind home plate. 220. All right. All right, we can get into your sport now. Where's the little button? Need, uh, we're going to have to add a new button with golf claps. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just use the one applause button for everything, but uh, we got the Masters. Well, that's going to be the freaking roar when you see Tiger's name announced on the first tee because my interesting news for today is Tiger Woods is playing. Probably the biggest biggest sports news this year so far. Does he make the cut? We can get in that a little bit later. <laughs> All right. How did last week go? Yeah, so... Last week was the Valero Texas Open. We were talking last week's sucky tournament right before the Masters. Some most people aren't playing in it. Some did. And picks wise, I've been cold again. This is three weeks in a row where I've come out negative, and I was I was pretty hot. Um, I'll run through my picks again just to kind of kind of just go through it. But I had Cameron Champ, Jason Day, and Ricky Fowler all in the top twenty. Neither one of them made the cut. Yeah, there was a bunch that did not make the cut. I'm like, what is going on? Matthew Naismith, top 10, did not make cut. Had Bryson DeChambeau, top 5, did not make cut. Had Corey Connors, top 5. He got tied for 35th, but not even close. My winner, Ryan Palmer, through two rounds, was the leader at minus 10 the first two rounds. And he was plus 4,000 odds, and I was freaking pumped. It was like my $5 to win like 200 and some. And he ended up shooting plus seven the next two days, Saturday, Sunday, to shoot minus three total. And the winner was like minus 13. So he was only, he, just what he was at the two days, if he could have just shot minus four between the two rounds, he would have won it. I was pretty bummed about that. But JJ Spawn won at minus 13. And I mean, nothing really came from that event. <laughs> A couple of the players that I wanted to play well going into the Masters didn't, like Bryson. And Rick, or not Ricky, uh, um, Rory. Both yep. of them did not play. I mean, even like Jordan Spieth did not play. I wanted to see them play well here to kind of get their confidence going for the Masters. But, I mean, Masters week is just completely different, and we'll get into that next. But I don't know if you have anything for the Texas Open. Um, Let me jump over quick. I can kind of run through what I hit on. So I hit three, I think it was. Peoria, I think is how you say his name. He hit to be top 20. Um, top 20 for Lahar. 
And there's one more. Bradley, Austin Bradley, top 40 finish. So those three made me break even. I bet 75 bucks and and I won 75 bucks off those three. You've been pretty much even like what, three, four weeks in a row? I think total my positive like $15 for the yeah. last three weeks. Better than negative. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, but also I bet probably way more than what I should because I do like 15 bets and throw five bucks on each versus right, I should, so you I should expect to, I expect to basically break even like I, if, where if I would like sit down and knock out, you know, only do 10 bets and throw $10 on each, I might not be, um, right now the only bet I got is I say Tiger does make the cut. So we're going into the Masters? Yep, we're going into the Masters. Okay. First bet for the Masters, the so, Tiger's going to make the cut. So people who don't know the Masters, it's literally probably the most well-known iconic tournaments there is in courses at Augusta National. It's $11.5 million purse. It's just, you know, the green jacket. It's just, you yep. just have to watch it. And, I mean, it's literally the best tournament of the year. And the top 25 players are all playing. So it's like it's literally the best of the best all playing. So it's just it's just sweet. And my first question also is Tiger is back. Can he win? Can he make the cut? And I think we I mean we talked about this before the podcast. A lot of you said a lot of people are saying that he doesn't make the cut. Nope. There's been more money coming in and they almost say it's it's hard to play it. Because if you think he's going to make it, right now is the time to take it. Because everyone's saying no. Like, everyone came in early saying, no, he's not going to make it. And they've drove this line. That's why now it's plus. It's because they're kind of counterbalancing. Yeah, it was minus 115 earlier, and you said it's up to plus 105. Yeah. Which. So that that's going to put your, to not make the cut at, like, minus 120. To counterbalance it. So that's probably what you're getting so, it for. But everyone's going to be hammering the plus right now on him to make it. I know, I'm about to bet it. But I mean. So. If if you are thinking he's not gonna make it, wait till just before they tee off, off tomorrow, before the first tee hits off, or tonight, like late late tonight, hey, jump on, look, because you can probably get even or plus money back on him to not make the cut. Yeah, I mean, my personal opinion, I don't know how anybody can can say he's not gonna make the cut. You look two twenty nineteen three years ago three yeah four years ago right. Four years ago. Two years. Four. Yeah, four. Jeez. Do math. He literally won the Masters on, like, crazy comeback. And he's, just, yeah, this is crazy recovery time, but he has so much money and so many resources that it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's more normal now than ever before, his yeah. recovery time. And if you watch him the last, this week especially, I mean, he's, I mean, everybody on tour, I mean, that's the first question every time they get on get on the stage, is like, oh, how cool is it Tiger's back, and blah, blah, blah. And every single one of them is like, it looks like he's never qu- he hasn't quit playing golf. Like, he's saying his swings now is better than it has ever. It'll be interesting. Obviously, his endurance is going to be way down. He hasn't played in two years. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing, is if, especially after round one, can you recover for round two? So kind of like you were saying, I see him playing really well round one. You know, he kind of thrives in the... Early in the day, so you're not up moving him much. You know, before he'll get up, do a little bit of a warm-up, probably get out on the course. It's day two that I'm concerned with. Now I'm taking him to make it. Yeah. 
I'm hoping he plays well enough on Thursday that Friday he can coast through you know, and just play all right. I think he's later in the day tea time, and he's going to be, you know, he, you're going to be up moving a little bit in the morning. You know, I'm sure he's going to try to rest as much as possible. Oh, but, you know, just that movement throughout the day, your body's going to get tired, you know, and then you go start walking the course. And, you know, halfway through, he might, you know, at turn, he's going to go and get a shot put in his leg so that way he can finish mm-hmm. up. Yeah, I mean, I see I see him making the cut. I, I mean, it's crazy to say I see him sitting, like, top 20. After round two rounds, oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I don't think he's gonna end that way. I think he's gonna end pretty low, uh, like the final two days, if he, if he can even do it. I mean, I hate to say he, he would withdraw due to injuries, but you know it's possible. Yeah, but I think he's making the cut at plus one hundred five. I'm hammering that, and I just. I mean, we're literally because I'm in my seminars right now, and we're looking at, we're looking at a lot of statistics and stuff throughout the years, and th- when he was at his peak. Or even they kind of when he first started to get well known to his peak, he boomed golf crazier than any sport ever. Like into like him personally, yeah, it was insane to see the numbers. But so, do you have any tournament? We'll get into tournament matchups before we do like top ten, top twenty, all those. You got any tournament matchups you're looking at taking? Um, I didn't really look too into that. I mean, you could list a few off, and I could give my two cents if you wanted. But. Um, Max, uh, home versus, or Homa versus Billy Herschel. I take, I like Billy. See, I've seen a lot of people liking Billy. And I, I just, he's been playing well. Like he's not great by any means, but like overall he's been playing well the last like four weeks. So I, like, I like, like Max. I, th- I mean, I think Max has been playing good enough. All season, they kind of have pretty high confidence. And maybe it's a little biased because I like Max more. Yeah. But I think he's been playing well enough, and I think this is kind of – I don't think he's going to get in the top 20. I don't have him in that top 20. But I think he'll make the cut, and I I think he's going to win round one against Billy. Now, next one is a big one, and I, I've gone back and forth on this. Victor Hovland versus Brooks Kepka. See, there's a lot of people who likes Brooks this week. To win everything. And I am I'm staying completely away from him. I think he's just gonna not play well. And he's and we've talked all season, or I have. Um because me and you are kind of the only ones that really talk off. But yeah. But I've I've always said he rises to the occasion when he needs to in these major tournaments. And this is just one where I don't think he's gonna. I think he's gonna play really poorly. And I well, I'd say people are probably agreeing with you because right now it's it's shifted to normally these are minus one ten well, across the board. Right now, Victor Hovland's minus one twenty versus Kepka. Is also the number four player in the world, and Brooks is like ten. Yeah. So. Kinda. Um, and then one that I thought was crazy. Let's see if I can find it in here. I want to see the odds. Oh, it was. I think Scotty Scheffler. Over John Rahm. I I like that because I mean we'll get into my picks later, but Scotty Scheffler is the new number one player in the world. Rahm's number two, and Scotty right now is playing the best golf I've seen in a very long time. Now that kinda in a lot of people's views hurts him going into this, and a lot of people like Rahm as well to win this, but I I like I like Scotty a lot this week. All right. Well, that's all I got for that. Um, let's see here. Top 
I think I only got top tens and outright winners. I don't think I've done any top fives. I did top top twenty, top ten, top five. You know, few winners that I like. But this ain't really a fun fact, but it's kind of a fun fact. So if you want to hit the button. Fun fact, fact time. Just something I'm really pumped for is James Pyatt won the US AM, the last US AM, which gets him exempt into the five majors. Um as an amateur, um, it's kind of stupid because he can't play as a pro. So say he would win, he would win like the, one of these five majors. Yeah. He for one couldn't collect the money because he's an amateur, and for two, he he still wouldn't be able to. He could declare pro, but he would lose his tour status. He would lose the status, and he gets that for five years. So it's kind of a stupid situation. But anyway, he is from Michigan State. I've met him a few times when I was with the Michigan PGA. Super nice kid. He's a senior at Michigan State trying to win a Big Ten, even a national championship this year. And I'm just super pumped to watch him play. And I don't think he's going to do well at all. But he's played in one other tour event this year. He got a sponsor um, invention. And then yep. He didn't even – he played horrible. And his nerves are just going to get to him. But kind of a fun fact. Um. So, all right. So who is your top 20? My top 20 – I. so mine – Mine are very basic this week, and it's because I literally wrote in here, literally the top 15 players have a great argument to win this week. And this is what they, they're top they're top for a reason, right? Yeah. And this is what they all play for. So that's why they all rise to the occasion. And I have my first top 20, Jordan Spieth. He's, he's won there before. He tends to play well there almost every time. He's number 18 player in the world right now, which is kind of low for him, but he's minus 125. That's the only scary part. The top twenty. So if you're looking for betting, betting wise, I probably would just pick maybe a couple others you like, but I like him top twenty. And I also have JT Justin Thomas, who's a lot of people like him winning as well this week. He has not won before. He's I mean he's number seven in the world. The scary thing with him, he's minus two hundred. So betting wise, don't take him. But just for my own sake of I'm gonna be hundred percent correct this week, I like him. And he's, I mean, he's top five in three of the top, uh, he's top five in three categories that are like the kind of the main ones I look at, which is total strokes gain, approach to green, and then tee to green. So, I mean, everything adds up for him to kind of even win this event, but I like him top 20, nothing better. All right. We'll get into mine. I got top 10 here. All right. First one is kind of a wild card. If this hits, this kind of makes my whole betting week. And that's going to be Luke List, plus 900 to make top 10. He's kind of like, I guess, because... I've seen a few people like him. I, I've read a couple things on him. You know, a lot of people think he play, he plays, like, his style plays well on this course. So, but at the same time, it's the Masters. It's, there's so many big names. It makes it hard. So that's one I really don't think is going to hit. Um, looking at Tommy Fleetwood... To be top ten again, another one that I good, just don't know. It's good for good takes for the odds, yeah. That you're getting, but like, I mean, I just can't get my head wrapped around anybody in the not that's not in the top top twenty. Yeah, but like this whole season's been like that. That's how it well, always is. First so. round winners. Yeah, but you can't. This this is just so different. You know what I mean? Like you just can't. I mean, I would take them. I mean, I'm not saying I want it, but yeah. That last one is Giro Garcia. Sergio. Sergio Garcia. Plus 600. 
for top 10. I don't hate that. It's not in mine, but. No. I kind of, and uh, last one, top 10, Adam Scott, plus 450. Out of kind of all the older players, I do like Adam Scott. But, I mean, I, I just went so basic this week. Um, I based a lot of things off stats and kind of, kind of previous Masters appearances and stuff. And so my top 10, I got Terrell Hatton. He's 16th player in the world. He's plus 450, so that's pretty good for a top 10. And, I mean, he's he's first in putting and top 15 in total strokes gain. So if you putt well at, at Augusta, you're going to play play much better than the field. And if he if he continues to be first in putting, putting gain, um, putting strokes gain, Yeah. Basically that means for people who don't know, like you're you're making a lot farther putts. You know, you're you're hitting greens, you're making putts, you're getting up and down when you need to. Basically he doesn't miss. <laughs> He's just one of the best putters. And so that's why I like him at plus four fifty. And then my other top ten is Rory. Um I mean he just hasn't been playing well. He's been playing okay. And he's just never he's never won the Masters. He's another favorite that a lot of people kind of like. And I just see him top 10, maybe even just throw him in the top 20, but it's plus 200 odds, top 10 best for him. Where do you get the – do you know if DraftKings has, like, the strokes to gain around the green? And I just I just go to PGA Tour's website. Well, yeah, they, they go through Action, I think, is their big website they use that helps, like – um like determine like odds and stuff like that for them. Um uh well I was just trying to see if there's a way to bet on these. Cause like you were saying with the strokes to gain on the green around the green or whatever. You can bet on those? I believe you can. I believe they're like prop bets of some sort. I'll have to look. Okay. That might be throwing in some crazy prop bets then. If if there is, if I can find those. You got top fives? I do not have any top fives. I go right to winners, so Okay, I got a couple top fives. John Rahm, I'm like I say every week, I'm gonna bet him to win or place well every week. I mean, number two player in the world. The problem is all mine are lower odds, so you're kind of taking a gamble. But if you're gonna take a gamble, take a gamble in the Masters with the top players playing. So he's plus two fifty. Like I said, he's freaking number two player in the world, and he he got top five finish last year at the Masters, so he plays well at the Masters. And I mean, this is kind of his year, him and Scotty's. So yeah. And then I have Dustin Johnson. I I almost want to take this out just because I I don't I know I don't mind him, but he just hasn't been playing well. He's number eight in the world. He's plus three fifty. The only reason I'm taking him is because he literally won two years ago in the year um in the year before that he took second. Yeah. So, and it's almost impossible to do that at the Masters. It just never happens. It's kind of like a curse. So he's top five for me. Yep. All right. We'll go into my winners because I don't think you're going to like any of my winners. <laughs> First one, I have him in my top 10, is Adam Scott. For one of the older players, I, I'm like, okay, who's been an older guy that I'm going to take? He's also shot. a player who's won the Masters, I believe. I believe so as well, if I remember the stats that I read. So he was one. The other one is first-round matchup. I think whoever wins could very well go on to win the tournament. Brooks or Hovland? Yes. So I have to take both of them to win. So my odds on those, uh, let's see. So Kepka 
would be plus eighteen hundred. So ten dollars I'm throwing on him wins me one hundred and ninety. Hovland is actually plus two thousand. So that wins me uh, basically two hundred bucks. And then oh, that's the Tiger one. Adam Scott was I think two thousand as well. Was it? No, that's higher. Fifty six, fifty five. Plus fifty five hundred, so that wins five sixty on a ten dollar bet. I mean, you know how I feel about Victor. <laughs> I love him. You you like Victor, so I'm. Kepka's probably the one you probably least like almost out of that list. I mean, yeah. Scott, you're probably not thrilled on either. But I kind of was looking at an older player that could kind of might show up and win. So. Yeah, I have. I kind of went crazy this week with winners just because why not? I have four. Okay. Uh, one of them's kind of. Uh, just because you have to, it's like a Tom Brady situation. You can't count him out. Tiger Woods. Not what's what's his odds? Not. It's actually not as high as it should be, in my opinion. But I mean, you just can't count him out, and there's just no chance. But I had to throw him in there. I think it's like plus five thousand, four thousand, four thousand. Wow, that's all. But my my actual winner, if I had to pick anybody, is Patrick Cantley. He's number five player in the world at plus 2,500 odds you're getting for him. I mean, he's arguably playing the best golf there is right now, other than Scotty. He's been playing better than John Rahm. He's been playing better than JT. He's been playing better than all these top five guys. He's been playing, I don't know, the last few events playing better than Victor. And it's just kind of, he's kind of just been letting us down all season. I mean, he could have five wins this year. He's been playing well enough, too. And this, I mean, just the way he plays... And, I mean, his strokes game, he's, I mean, all those stats he does well, obviously, top five in the world. And so at plus 2,500 odds for Patrick Cantley, and he's just, he's my guy this week. I think I'm actually going to hit this week. And then just my two others, just because Scotty Scheffler, number one player in the world, he's won like three out of the last six events. I mean, he's his ball strike, his everything right now is just unbelievable. Why not take him at plus 1,200? And then Cameron Smith, a lot of people are high on. He plays well, I want to say last year. He's been playing. He's wanting this year. He's a young kid. He's plus 1,400. Pretty big favorite. So those are a couple others that why not just throw a little bit on it. But Patrick Cantley's my guy this year. I don't like him, but I like him to win. <laughs> uh, I like, I'm going to be looking, I got to honestly, tomorrow, the matchup between Kepka and Hovland is like where I'm keying in on this. This, I mean, obviously, I'll be turning Tiger on to watch him just because you got to watch Tiger while he's playing. But oh, yeah. uh, that's going to be where I'm looking. Hopefully, these two guys don't just, like, shit the bed playing against each other. And... The cool thing about the Masters, too, is they have the website where everybody can watch for free. So, yep. so it's kind of like it's kind of like the NCAA tournament. Yeah. That I mean, it's just you could pull up a men's corner there and watch, watch those few holes. You can pull up um, pairings. Kind of you could watch Tiger all day if you wanted and stuff like that. Um, which I think Tiger, you said, I think he tees off like 9.30 or something. It was early, if I remember right. I'd have to go back and look. So, during my seminar, I'm going to have to be sitting next to the TV. Oh, let's see. PGA Tour. But. Have you been to Augusta at all? No. Are you going to go to Augusta soon? Too bad you weren't going for the Masters. I'll be going to the Masters Probably first year I get Class A. <laughs> I mean, it's free. I think it's free up until Friday. And I think Saturday and Sunday you don't. Maybe you do. But I just I mean, it's definitely a bucket list thing to do. And as a Class A, you get in free, so why not? 
Yep, I would be like requesting like the last tea time every single day because I would not want to get up and golf at seven o'clock in the morning. I always say when I play, I can't, I can't function or fully hit a golf ball correctly until at least noon. <laughs> uh, when the hell is Tiger tea time? Positive. It's I thought it was early. Nine thirty or something. Nine oh six, nine seventeen, nine thirty-nine, nine fifty. I don't see it. Did they switch it? He's ten thirty, so a little later. Okay. He plays oh James Pyatt is one tea time after him. He plays with JT and Hideki. How cool for him. The reigning champion of the Masters and a top ten player in the world, James Pyatt. Likes to play with. If he don't shank his first shot to I'd be shocked. Just, ah. How nervous would that be? But imagine if you beat them. I mean, he's good enough. I mean, he's, his game is good enough. Too. He would play in, play in some of the events as, like, an amateur. Yeah. With, like, pro-am and stuff. Yep. With the Michigan PGA. And he would he would just kill everybody. I'm trying to see if I can find Hovland and Kepka. They're later. They're one fifty-two p.m. They're like the last tee time. They literally are. Are they the last tee oh, time? No, I was looking at. No, two o three is the last one. Hovland and Brooks don't even play oh. each other, or like they're not paired up. No, Brooks is the very last tee time with Fitzpatrick and Roy. Rory. Fitzpatrick Rory. is another one a lot of people are talking about this week. Yeah, I have heard his name thrown around a few times. Listening to some of the commentators or whatever talking and stuff. Okay. Rory, they even said too. Who could just pull a surprise? A lot of people like Rory. Okay, so I have, so I'm sure, I mean, most people that watch us and all of us don't know this other than probably me, is the winner of the Masters creates the menu for the for the next year, for like a special menu that they all eat, I think on Wednesday night. So Hideki's appetizer was like sushi and some fancy chicken. I'm not even going to pronounce Try to <laughs> his miso glazed black cod dashi broth as one of the main entrees. The Mizaki. He probably chose a bunch of shit to hopefully get people food poisoning, so beef, that way he wins. Beef ribeye <laughs> with mushroom vegetables, and then giant Japanese strawberry shortcake. So my question is. What's a strawberry shortcake? A Japanese strawberry shortcake? No, my question <laughs> is, if you were to win the Masters, what would your appetizer be, your main entree, and a, and a dessert be for you? Anyone listen, put that in your comments. What would be your thing? If you won the Masters and you got to choose the menu for next year, or what is it, appetizer, main course, and then dessert? So just drop that in the comments. Um, I'd be wanting like a brisket that's been smoked for like 16 hours. That's main entree? Probably main entree. Probably do some other smoked items, barbecue style. Um, Appetizers. I could go with a lot of things. Something probably not that healthy. I don't know. I could go for some, like, stuffed mushrooms, like sausage with the sausage gravy stuffed mushrooms. I'm sure, like you got like top of the line chefs at this place, oh, yeah. so yeah. so they're gonna make this shit. Um, there's make kind it. of a fancy little. It's like sautéed mushrooms that's sautéed in like uh, balsamic vinegar. That's put on these little hard like biscuit cracker looking things. You can get them at 
uh, flows. So maybe have like combination of a couple mushroom items. Vitamin D is really good for you, and you get vitamin D for mushrooms. So trying to trying to be smart for next day's play. Hey, got the brisket. Probably gonna do. This is two days ago, actually. Sorry. Oh, two days ago. Or yesterday. Yesterday. Hey, so still could get food poisoning and not play, but uh, <laughs> hey, food poisoning can last forty eight, seventy two hours sometimes. I doubt many of them actually. They probably have their own <laughs> thing they do. I bet you a lot more people come than you think. Maybe I know Jordan Speed said he's going for seconds. Yeah. And like I said, you got world-renowned chefs cooking this shit. It's not like, it's not like he's the one preparing it all for everyone. Be a little different story. Um, dessert. I don't know. Probably either probably cheesecake of some sort, like a fancy cheesecake. Some some brownie cheesecake cookie combination. Oh, create something to have that has a little bit of everything. Yeah, mine. Would- I mean, mine, I don't even know what anything tastes like anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, COVID kill your taste buds. My appetizer would be boneless wings. Boneless wings. Yeah. B-dubs. Yeah, B-dubs, basically. Probably, I mean, obviously I'd do probably some other stuff as well. But that'd be kind of like the main appetizer. Like a chicken cordon bleu or something for Yeah, something main a little, little better for other people. Not just wings for, I don't know, that'd be a lot of chicken. Main Have you tried sushi? I tried it once, one little piece when I could taste, before I could taste, and ever since I've been wanting it, but I COVID's six months, seven months now. And Have you tried to go, though, since you've had COVID? See if you taste it. I got it. I had it once when I couldn't taste it at all. Yeah. And I, I got the spicy one so I could at least feel it, and I think I really like it, but I got to actually get <laughs> like the full I, experience uh, of a good sushi place. Yeah. I can't do, like, the... Like the fishy stuff, I gotta do like crab and tuna. And well, I'll, you and Jordan should come with Tori and I to our place that we go to because they do. There's like this Michigan roll that Tori loves. It's a, actually a deep fry. Like they t- yeah, take the roll, like. deep fry yeah. it quick. So then you got that nice crusted outside. Mm-hmm. So, so I honestly, I'll, I'll just do I would basic. Put that in my appetizer, well with the chickens. You That's your appetizer. Some sushi rolls for appetizers and the boneless wings. You get and the boneless wings. wings. <laughs> if you my, don't like wings, you can have that. My dessert would probably also be cheesecake. We were just down. We went to, uh, on the border down by the mall there, and it's right across from the Cheesecake Factory. So afterwards, we walked over and got a piece of cheesecake. Yeah, cheesecakes. But, yep, I want, like, the Oreo crust cheesecake part, some just regular plain cheesecake, put, like, a brownie layer in there that's cooked up somehow. I'll do another, like, layer of regular cheesecake, and then, like, part of the center cut out for a cookie. So you get cookie, cheesecake, Probably just like a basic chocolate chip cookie to keep. My main entree, I don't know. I'd probably do like a barbecue bar, like buffet style. Yeah. Kind of like you said. like Thinking bread. like some smoked mac and cheese yeah, and like and the smoked pulled, brisket. Pulled brisket. Thinking ribs. Oh, I like ribs. Have you, you need to try some of that stuff again. See if you, see if you taste anymore. Tell you what. Go get hypnotized. See if that works. Oh, that would work. Say, hey, everything you taste is going to taste back like you're used to. And just let me go. Yeah. Or just everything's going to taste good. <laughs> Eat something disgusting. And you're just like, oh, this tastes great. And everyone's looking at you like, what in the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good question. Maybe we'll have to do like a Instagram poll or something. Master yeah. Thing. Uh, maybe I will. I was, I was working on a master uh, post, so yeah, so do. I'll, I'll add that like in there. 
a couple different, or you can just do one of them. What's your appetizer if you were winning the Masters? You would choose. Yep. Yep. I can also, on Spotify, you can do polls. So when I post up this audio, I'll, I'll put it on uh, there, too. See if we get any interaction. But, all right. Well, I got my bets placed. Another $75. I almost thought about doubling it, but I got to save some money for the UFC fights. Um, hopefully, personally, my favorite one to hit of all would be uh, Adam Scott to win it all because that's going to be my big hitter. Crazy. My favorite one is Tiger to make the cut. I mean, just can't. Well, that's probably the only one I feel that's like the most solid on actually happening. That's only plus 105. So, I, I need, like, one of these big ones to hit to make sure I recover everything. I mean, it, it would, I'd be plus money even if any, any of these other ones hit. Well, I guess not. If Adam Scott makes top 10, that one did not quite cover me. So I need Luke List or Tommy Fleetwood. Or um, Garcia. So... Little bit riskier for me. I don't have quite as solid picks. And you're gambling this week. I'm gambling a little bit. So we'll see if it pays off. You know, I've been kind of I've been just floating the line. So I'm I'm either gonna be way off off and be way under or make some money. But all right. Peace out till next time. <laughs>